What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark, and I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who want to make more money, change more people's lives, and have more of an impact in the world without spending any money on ads, websites, or even a funnel. Now, I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years, and in the last two years, I've helped over 500 online fitness coaches quit their jobs and take their businesses online. Also, 50 of those students are over 10K each and every single month. Now, thank you so much for being here. Let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? It's your mentor, B Mark Fit, coming at you with another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. Let's get it. Today's episode is all about storytelling with your content. I think that a lot of online fitness coaches do struggle with storytelling. And so this podcast is all about storytelling with your content. Okay, so a lot of us have heard that storytelling is super important when it comes to building your online business and that you need to like tell your story. But a lot of online coaches struggle with storytelling because who here feels like they don't have a story to tell? Who here feels like they don't have a story to tell? Who here feels like they want to tell their story, but they feel like nobody's going to listen. They feel like nobody's going to value it. Who here feels like they want to tell their story, but they feel like people are going to judge us or people are going to reject us or people aren't going to accept our story, right? And so we shy away from sharing our stories on social media in fear of other people's opinions in fear of being judged. However, something else that I want you guys to understand is this. There's a lot of online fitness coaches on the internet and there's a lot of people that are trying to do the same thing that you guys are doing. And the only way to stand out and differentiate yourself is the things that you say about your story. So who are you as a person? That's the differentiating factor between you and Sarah John online coach and Billy Bob online coach. Your story is the differentiating factor. That's what's going to cause you to stand out in the crowded marketplace. So what if every single story that I was able to show you guys how to tell was one step closer to leading to your ideal client? What if you were, got over this fear of judgment and you actually posted your story and instead of being judged for your story, people actually loved your story? And what if I told you that your story is the one thing, the one thing that separates you from every single online fitness coach? And so one of the first things I get all my online coaches to do when they join my program, it's like literally in the first unit is I get them to write a story about how fitness changed their life or about how this post is hard for me to write. And I get them to share up and I get them to open up about something that they struggle with in their life. And every single student that does this, every single one always messages me and they're like, I can't believe the positive response that I got from telling my story. Like I literally can't believe it. And one of my clients actually messaged me the other day and she's like, yo, literally Brian, like I've never gotten that much engagement on a social media post ever in my life until I told my story on social media. And as soon as I told my story, people started opening up to me and they started messaging me about their story. So guys, I want you guys to write this down, write this in the comments or write this down on a notepad. Facts tell, stories sell. Facts tell, stories sell. So a lot of online fitness coaches feel like they don't have a story to tell, but I want you guys to think about the first time you ever walked into a gym. The first time you ever walked into a gym, the very first time you ever picked up a dumbbell. Like, what was that experience like for you? Were you nervous? Were you anxious? Were you excited? Did you find a program on bodybuilding? Did you know proper form, proper technique? Did you have a trainer at first? Did you not have a trainer at first? Like, what was the first time you ever walked into a gym? How did you feel? Did you feel intimidated? Did you feel nervous? Did you feel like overwhelmed? Or were you just excited to like hit your fitness journey? Like, I want you guys to remember what it felt like the first time you ever went to a gym. So for me, for me, right? I actually lived in a trailer park and I was like 14 years old. I was overweight at the time. And there was this like gym in the center of our like trailer park complex. And I remember I went to the gym and they had like sets of like, it was like 10 pound to 35 pound plates. 
they were like old plastic plates, right? So old plastic plates, they're 35 pound plastic plates. So I remember the first time I went in there and I started, you know, benching underneath these weights and I didn't really know what proper form was. Like I saw two or three people doing bench press online and I was like going in there and I was trying to figure it out. But I remember the nerves and I remember like the first time I ever lifted weights, it was really hard for me to like get under the bar and actually do it. But the more that I did it, the better that I got. And then I started to see my physique change. I started to do more pushups at home. And I can remember what it felt like to be underneath weights for the first time. And I actually like go to the gym and then I get home and I watch bodybuilding motivation videos because I was so inspired to like change my body. I was so inspired to change my life that I was just like absorbing like Jeff Seed and like Ziz and any other bodybuilding video I could get my hands on. And that for me, like I just wanted to lose fat and I was super committed. And the first time I ever stepped into the gym was a very memorable experience. And so when I talk about the first time I ever stepped into a gym and, you know, like my experience working out for the first time, like, did some of you guys connect with that? Did some of you guys like remember the first time that you walked into a gym, the first time that you lifted weights, what it felt like when you first started your fitness journey? And that maybe you guys were thinking about like, I remember, oh yeah, for me, it wasn't like, you know, right? So some of you guys are like, you're researching hours nightly for athletic performance. Maybe some of you guys are like watching YouTube videos and tutorials. Like, remember what it felt like to be a beginner. And so guys, as human beings, what we're trying to do with storytelling is we're trying to create this me too effect. I call it a me too effect. And so when I'm telling you guys my story and I'm telling you guys some of the things that I went through and I'm telling you guys some of my struggles and my adversities, I want to create a me too effect. We're like the listener or the reader, whatever it is, if you're doing a video or you're writing a piece of content, you want the reader or the listener to go me too. You want the reader or the listener to find parts of your story that they can relate to, that they like, ah, I get this, like this, like I really connect with this. I really resonate with this. So online fitness coaches, some of you guys, right? Like for me, I was overweight and I wanted to be shredded. Like that's actually why I started Aesthetic Nation, by the way, my fitness company. Somebody asked me about that the other day. They're like, why'd you name your fitness company Aesthetic Nation? I'm like, I was obsessed with aesthetics because I went from overweight and I would like look at all of these like dudes that had like the body that I wanted. And I'm just like, oh, I just want to be aesthetic. For me, it was aesthetic. Like aesthetics was the thing. It was never performance-based. It was like, I want to be aesthetic. Like that was my goal. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. So let's think about you, online fitness coach, and I want you to think about when you first started your fitness journey, because here's another reason why storytelling is important with your content. You guys are currently fitness experts, correct? Otherwise, you wouldn't be selling fitness programs. And if you're not a fitness expert, or if you're not at least 100% confident that you can help somebody change your life, you should start there and not here, okay? This is the wrong podcast for you. I'm talking to you, online coach, if you know how to write programs, you know how to write nutrition plan, and you can't get clients. So I'm going to assume that's you. You're a fitness expert right now. And I think that with a lot of online fitness coaches, they write content expecting other people to understand what they're talking about. So you're writing like a piece of content about like a split that you're doing and somebody's like, what the fuck's a split? They're having a hard time getting the motivation to go to the gym. They don't care about like a workout split. <laughs> they're like, help me get motivated, right? So when we're writing stories, the reason it's important to write stories is because you guys, it might be hard for you guys to write content where you meet them in their struggles, right? Where you're like talking about a struggle. That's why you need to write past experience stories about when you used to struggle because guess what? A lot of your online clients are currently struggling. And so if you write a post about a big struggle you used to have and how you overcame that struggle, 
then your audience is going to read that and go like, oh shit, me too. I also struggle with like overeating. But then they read about how you solve the problem and they instantly view you as an authority. Does this make sense? You guys following along? Just give me like a nod if you listen to this podcast. If you're tuning in, let me know this makes sense. So online fitness coach, my question for you is all of you guys are going to have different backgrounds, but here are some, maybe the potential things that went wrong in your fitness journey that caused you to start taking action. Were you 20 pounds overweight? How did that feel? What were you experiencing? Was your flatter than a pancake? I don't know why I wrote that down. <laughs> Was your butt flatter than a pancake? That's what I wrote down. Legitimate. I'm not joking. That's my notes. Did you have like, maybe you gained a lot of body fat and you realized you had like a six pack of like a beer gut where you actually wanted a six pack. Maybe you had small arms and you like wanted to get big arms. Maybe you got fit when you were 35 because you had some health issues and you're like, yo, like I'm no longer willing to be at risk for heart disease. And so now I'm going to take action. Maybe you like had a small chest and you just felt like insecure about that. Maybe you were just struggling with self-confidence. And so you started working out so that you could like have something to be like confident in right? Maybe you started for good looks and then you realize like, oh my God, I like love fitness because it makes me feel better. See, when you talk about any of these things, when you talk about any of these things, here's what happens. There's somebody in your audience that's currently struggling with that problem that you used to have and they're going to connect with your piece of content. And if you solve this problem in your piece of content and it like takes them on a journey to the vision, if you solve that problem, then they're going to view you as an authority. The person who currently has the problem that you're writing about is going to see you as the solution to that problem. Because if you solved it for yourself, then they're going to assume that you can also solve it for them. Does this make sense? That's why facts tell, stories sell. Like I could tell somebody that I could help them change their life, or I could tell them a story about how I changed my life and I could let them come to that conclusion that obviously I can help them too, right? So like I could straight up say, I can help you lose 20 pounds, or I could tell a story about how I lost 20 pounds and what I was able to do with my life because I lost the weight. Like I could straight up tell a client that I can help them like get to 10K a month, or I could just show a story of any of the 60 clients that I've worked with that I've gotten to 10K a month and the story tells itself. Does this make sense? This puts you in a position of authority. Through telling the story, the reader automatically assumes that you have the solution for their problem. Facts tell and stories sell. So if you guys want to start selling with your content, as in when somebody reads your piece of content, they're like, I want this. I don't know what that dude has, but I want it. If that's what you need to do, I want you guys to look at your own fitness journey for a second. And I'm going to give you guys some potential like, you know, thought patterns that might trigger how you actually felt. Write down a list of 10 things that you used to struggle with. So start here. Step one, write this in the comments. Step one, write down a list of 10 things you used to struggle with. So step one, was it confidence getting to the gym? Maybe every time you looked in the mirror, you're like found little areas of your body to hate. Maybe it's like negative self-talk all the time, super pessimistic and like super negative. Maybe it was emotional eating that you literally couldn't control. Like you wanted to lose weight, but every time you got sad, you just like couldn't stop yourself from eating. Maybe there was toxic people around you that shamed your fitness journey, right? That were like, why are you eating out of meal pup containers? Just be a regular human, blah, blah, blah. But if you're going to say something like motivation, it can't just be motivation. It's like, okay, motivation and what? Like, how did motivation affect you? So like, I struggle with lack of motivation. And so as a result, I was sleeping in every single day of my life. That will hit. Motivation won't hit. That will hit. I was struggling with motivation. So every single time I said I was going to go to the gym, I would always find a reason to skip out. That will hit. Versus like just saying you struggle with motivation. Does that make sense? Maybe it was every time you went to the gym, you got this program off bodybuilding.com, but you'd go into the squat rack and you'd try to do a goblet squat and you had no idea what a goblet squat was. So you get frustrated and you leave. 
right? Maybe you wanted to start for like four or five years, but you literally didn't know, you know, what diet you should follow because there's so much conflicting information on the internet. Like your friend's doing keto, they lost weight, but then your other friend gained a bunch of weight back on keto. And then this person's doing intermittent fasting and this person's doing a juice cleanse and someone's trying to sell you fucking Herbalife. And then somebody's trying to sell you Weight Watchers. And there's a girl that's DMing you about it wraps. And it's like, you don't even know. You're like, I don't know. Like, this is so overwhelming right? Maybe you wanted to grow your glutes so bad, but you just had no idea which exercises were the best ones to grow your glutes. And so you just spent hours on the treadmill thinking that like that was going to get you a bigger booty. You weren't sure what the best workout routine was like. You didn't know how to flexible diet. Like what were some of the things you used to struggle with, right? Maybe you were like me and you were overweight when you were younger. And so now let's talk about how to take any one of those pieces of content and write a story. Okay. I'm going to give you guys a framework and I give this to all my clients as well. But if you're my client listening in, I know that this is valuable to talk about again, because sometimes you need to hear it six times before it clicks. When you're writing content that sells, what you want to do is you want to take people what is referred to as a hero's journey. You want to take people through what's referred to as a hero's journey. And so in, in a hero's journey, I think about like a superhero movie. There is the superhero, which is you in the story. There's a superhero. So I want you guys to imagine yourself as a superhero character. You're in the story. You're the superhero. Superhero goes through struggle, right? A superhero deals with procrastination. Superhero goes through like adversity and then through that adversity, learns something and then comes out on the other side, the superhero. So in your own journey, in your own online fitness journey, if your struggle was you were 20 pounds overweight, then like, let's write about that struggle, how you were 20 pounds overweight, and then talk about some of the problems that came from that. When I was 14 years old, I was 20 to 30 pounds overweight, which doesn't seem like a lot, but at school, I was always getting picked on. I never got picked for sports, and I felt like I was a complete and total social outcast, right? So like, talk about the actual struggle, and then talk about some of the problems that came because of that struggle, right? So you want to take, when you want to write a hero's journey. So struggle, talk about some of the problems that came because of that struggle. Let's say you struggle with emotional eating. You could say something like, when I was 21 years old, I struggled with emotional eating. And as a result, here are three things that I was doing all the time. Number one, I literally couldn't stop myself from eating after 6 p.m. Like after 6 p.m., I would just go to the fridge. Number two, every single time I was out for family dinners, I would always have two or three plates of food. And number three, I would eat to the point where I was like overfilled. And even if I knew I was full, I would continue eating. And this cycle continued on until I was 22. At 22 years old, and then you want to write about a turning point. So it's like struggle, problems, and then there's a turning point where something changed right? So I call that like a pivot moment. So if you guys want to write that down, there's like a pivot moment. So it's like struggle, problem, and then there's a pivot moment. And that pivot moment for me, a lot of you guys have read my like drug addiction story. The pivot moment for me was the night I got fired from all my nightclub jobs as a nightclub manager. Like as soon as I got fired, I knew that like that was it. And from there, that's when I started the rise, right? So it's almost like if you guys imagine telling a story like a graph, there needs to be lows and then there needs to be highs. And so the, you come in with a low, you come in with a struggle, right? This is what I was struggling with. It goes lower. You talk about some problems. There's a pivot point where your story turns around and then you want to talk about the climb, right? Talk about the rise, talk about the things you did. And so let's say with your emotional eating journey, we'll use that one as an example. You know, I used to struggle with emotional eating. I would overeat. I would eat till I was full and I would have three plates of family dinners. And then one day at 22 years old, I looked at myself in the mirror and I realized that I hated the way that I looked. And so I decided to make a change. And here are some of the major changes that I made. And then you talk about some of the major changes that you made. Like maybe it was working out a little bit more. Maybe it was hiring a coach. Maybe it was hiring a mentor. And then as a result of making these changes, who are the hero that you are now and how did you emerge from that? Does this make sense? Are you guys following along? So you talk about the pain, then you talk about the problem, and then there's a pivot moment. You talk about the rise, and then you tell your hero story like, now this is me where I am now. Does this make sense? If you follow this type of storytelling structure, your content is going to start to sell clients. You will magnetize clients towards you. 
because anybody that's struggling, if you write that type of piece of content, anybody that is currently struggling with like emotional eating or being overweight or whatever, they're going to read your story. They're going to see you as the solution and they're going to get hope that you have the solution to their problem as well. And you will start getting clients that will reach out and ask you for help. So it's one struggle, two problem, three pivot, four rise, five hero story. Boom. That's it. Does this make sense? Are you guys following along? Here's another thing that I want to talk about. It's not just like when you write one story about emotional eating, you're done. That's a lot of people think that they're like, Oh, I only have one big story and then I'm done. I don't know how long you guys have been following me before, but like, how often do I write my drug addiction story? Like if you guys follow me often, then you know, I tell the story of me when I was going through my addiction, probably like at least once or twice a month, at least because there's always like a different version of the story that I can tell, or there's a different angle that has a different lesson. And so it's not just like if you were an emotional eater and you struggled, like you didn't just struggle for one day, you probably struggle with it for like three to five months. And so there's different aspects of the story that have different lessons that you can teach, right? And if somebody's struggling with emotional eating, they don't just struggle with it for one day, right? They've probably been struggling with it for like three, six, nine, 12 months. And so each day there's going to be a different struggle with that. And so if you write about the different struggles of the different day, like, do you understand what I'm saying here? It's like, once you tell your story once, it's not like it's just one and done. There's always a different angle you can approach it from. So online fitness coach, story selling with your content. The takeaway from this podcast episode is I challenge you to write one story. I challenge you to write one story. I challenge you, online fitness coach, to take every single one of these points that you wrote down and look at them and decide which one you're going to write a story about. I challenge you to share your story and I challenge you to tag me in the post so that I can see the post and I can give you some feedback. Because if you do this, if you take action, if you write a story, if you write a hero's journey, I promise you, you're going to get some clients that will say, me too. You're going to get a ton of engagement on your social media, probably a lot more than you're used to. And you're going to get some people that will reach out and ask for help. All right. So thank you so much for tuning in. This is the number one podcast for online fitness coaches. My name is B Mark Fit. I am your host. I'm your mentor. That's it for now. I appreciate you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.